0: okay you ready you ready for me to start i'm i'm about to start are you ready are you, are you ready hello hello are you ready you know are what's you ready? really funny listeners hello. daddy what's your safe word
1: no i was gonna ask you mm, uh, you weren't quick enough <laughs> no, and you don't because have you one, didn't now, do respond you? if no. I do ready. <laughs> go <sighs> safe move. Welcome back to What's Your Safe Word. I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And Daddy
0: is always ready.
1: Well, I don't know about always ready. You're ready sometimes, and then other times I think you get a little
0: too nervous. No. I'm not... Well, I get nervous when you put me on the spot. I don't,
1: but I, that's, you literally asked for yourself to be put on the spot. I did not. You did. You said you wanted to try
0: the opening. No, you literally, I, didn't, I you, didn't say that you wanted to try it. I said, let's do the opening without doing sure a consented. sound test. I'm first. pretty sure you
1: consented. And welcome back to What's Your Safe Word, the sex education podcast that's got a few kinks. The kinks of which are generally in the opening because daddy either never knows we're recording Wants to do a different opening, or doesn't like the sound test. Why don't you like the sound test?
0: Just because we do it every single time, and so the new people who come to even, listen to us have you even heard of like, a bit? Checking, do you one know what a two, bit three, is? Checking one two three. No no no. Do that you know, know what a bit is? Good. That can't be good. Daddy, daddy,
1: daddy, daddy. Philosophy, likes rat. and rocks leather pants. Daddy, not
0: offensive tea. Daddy.
1: Now speaking of bits everyone's favorite bit we okay. haven't done it for a few episodes have you noticed we've no, been talking we, so intently on everything
0: else you've forgotten about me
1: well i'm That's sorry, my I, dad, she, I produce i, I get way. the show together i can't also wrangle the talent okay,
0: so you know this i i don't want to talk badly about gay events that i love anything you say before the word but doesn't count however oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> dang it okay. so this weekend in san francisco we have either called dory alley or up your alley or some sort of alley fair festival or just your friend right? alley hey yeah. alley <clears throat> it's as big as Folsom, and it's put on by Folsom street you used know used to be events yeah. now you can't use events they have changed their names so many freaking times i'm like of of something that doesn't need to be rebranded over and over and over, I wow. feel like this, this shouldn't be. Tea. I have iced tea. And because I have out-of-town guests, I'm trying to f- figure out what to tell them. Because l- last year, remember, they didn't so- serve alcohol? Yeah. Are well, they okay. going to serve alcohol this year? So, let's be clear, last year where was, will they tell you was
1: during the end bits of like COVID before people started opening up, so I it was know. a very strange area. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. they don't bring alcohol back, rioting. We're all riding in the streets Um, and
0: we're already in the streets. So there you go. Oh, there you go. Um, But what I have a problem with is nowhere. They use no social media whatsoever. They, they have a Twitter account in Folsom street events that they haven't posted on since 2020. That's two years ago. Wow. And they have a major event coming up and they have posted nothing Mm -hmm. about it on their Facebook feed about this weekend. They reposted somebody else's schedule, <laughs> like they had. put Someone had taken the time. Andy Matic had taken the time to list everything, and they just reshared it. But there's <laughs> so sounds like you're writing already. Well, I kind of am because I'm like, how their own website tells you nothing. It tells you nothing, like. Hours, uh, it will there be vendors, stages? I know they put up stages with musical acts. Where do they announce these musical acts? It's just, it's like honestly an, an information void.
1: So, I'll play devil's advocate here. First of all, Folsom and Dory are anti gentrification parade or not parades, uh, alley events. So, like, sure. that is kind of a riot to begin with, but also a riot. <laughs> just kidding. Um, second of all. I have learned so much about the events and the people doing things and the DJs from my friends, Twitters and Instagrams in the city. That that is the only caveat. Yes, exactly. That is the only caveat is that I kind of, in a way, it's very anti-social media that we're finding out stuff. But you know
0: that word of mouth is never correct. (laughs) And sometimes it's a portion of the truth.
1: I know. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying that as devil's advocate i have actually learned a lot more about the dory events this year because i know people that are in events and are sharing and are talking about sure but what about out-of-towners out-of-towners coming that need to To come to your aid and defeat the devil's advocate um i was just at the gym on the elliptical where i now make tiktoks while i elliptical it makes my my cardio so much more better
0: Um, i fall over if i try to do that
1: I Listen, editing tiktoks involved. with music and other things while you're ellipticaling oh it's it's a ride anyway so to play to to, to to defeat the devil um i had a friend that texted me there and i was just like trying to plan the weekend because it's a, a friend that we were planning to see mm-hmm. and they're like yeah here's my plan that's my plan blah, blah, blah. and i was like well here's ours we're doing this thing on saturday very low-key jockstrap party we're not doing any major events because we don't want to get sick but then i was like and then probably the fair for a bit because it's outdoor on sunday and he's like you I mean, Saturday, right? Right. So nobody even knows what day it is. Exactly. And I was like, <laughs> so he literally changed his flight while I was ellipticaling. And it, it was just, it was just. I mean, he, to be fair, surprising. it's always on Sunday. It but is.
0: It's always the last Sunday of the month of July. Yeah.
1: But the fact that they didn't even know that was kind
0: of. Well, kind but of how would you, if the own, their own website. I get doesn't it. Put anything. I'm,
1: I'm having a discussion with you. I'm not telling you you're wrong. I'm... I feel like you think I'm uh, disagreeing with you. I agree
0: with you. Okay, fine. Dad
1: tea! That was a long dad T. Well, it's
0: just I don't understand some of these organizations that just can't I don't understand how you can just not put out basic information. Like basic Do you think that they maybe need like a class of some kind to learn about, you know, being sex positive online? Like a BDSM class?
1: Maybe. Maybe they need to be educated. Maybe they need to be
0: beducated. (laughs) Oh, do you think beducated could do a how to do an event class?
1: Oh, I bet. Oh, I bet. Now, today's first sponsor is the Netflix of Sexual Wellness. We've talked about them a few months now. They've been a lovely sponsor, and they have some amazing classes taught by people that are in the scene, are in the know, and know what they're doing around sex, sex positivity, and even some BDSM. And yes, yes, I said it. Kink. Kink. You, you gotta whisper. Kink, kink. It's an online course platform with easy to follow videos that have side by side bullet points and steps that you can read along with. So you not only get like visuals in in the form of pictures and videos, but they give you a wonderful outline of the class, what you're gonna learn, and all the expectations.
0: And you can do it from right from your own bed.
1: <laughs> you can get educated from your bed. That's, wow. That's why it's called <laughs> they, educated. Really? I yeah. didn't, what? I, didn't I know shipped that.
0: that one together. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: So <laughs> did I mention they get kinky? Sorry, kinky, kinky. <laughs> the Bedugated platform offers helpful tags as well to help you find things that are reputable for you. So something like pleasing a penis, which is my favorite tag on the platform. Uh, they got kink, they got straight, they got couples, and they even give you like that, that percentage of how much they think the class will adhere to you based on your likes and the history of things you've watched. So oh, it's, it's very great. much like Netflix yeah. in that way. So again, from male pleasure to navigating non-monogamy, lap dancing for the beginner, erotic spanking.
0: What about fisting?
1: The fisting is on that list as well. How yes, about absolutely.
0: Experiments for couples.
1: Are you just reading my notes? Yeah. Then yes. <laughs> By using code Watts at the link down below, you too can get your own sixty-five percent off and savings at Beducated. And if you tend to, if you if you end up using it, let us know what you what, what you used it on.
0: Thank you. That Sounds fun. Now, if you did it on your Helix mattress... Oh, my God. Stop, stop, stop. Helix is
1: not a sponsor of this. We Do I love our Helix? We um, you're, so,
0: you're, you're funny.
1: You're funny. So I,
0: I, I tend to be. You're welcome. Tend. You're welcome. Well,
1: I pretend to be. You worry me sometimes, I will say.
0: I don't know why. I mean, I'm pretty straightforward. You don't know why? I'm easy. How's your week been, Daddy? I'm easy as Sunday morning. Uh, my week has been been actually pretty it's like the calm before the storm oh don't say that that scares me <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of that way so we live in a city where thousands of tourists flock twice a year like july and september and so literally my phone has been bl- blowing up with people going Same. hey coming to san francisco can't wait to see you. uh we should hang it's so interesting this- but that the, then that just leaves it so open when okay. so, and where. So
1: so 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 so. This is kind of one of the when things I want where? to start today's show with yeah. is
0: tactfully
1: and respectfully letting someone know that you are in their city. Uh. There is so in, in today's episode, we're gonna be talking about things that we worry about. Mm-hmm. Now I'm already worried for this weekend, but I also ask like our audience like things that you will get worried about when talking about sex, getting ready for sex, being at maybe a sexual event. And one of my things is worried that I'm not gonna see people. Now, if you're coming to the city, let people know that you're coming, but do it more than a week away. You know, let us know that you're coming so we can plan.
0: That's yes. First point. Okay. So I, I, I I'm going to be a little more okay, like, do it. It has to, you have to do it twice. You have to do the general, I will be in your city mm-hmm. and just name the dates. Right. So they have it in the back of their mind, but then three days before you get there, nail that shit down say hey reminder i'm gonna be there and i would love to meet you for breakfast saturday morning case in point do something specific
1: case in point my Uh, friend that i know listens to this podcast that we are openly shaming but i'm not gonna name (laughs) names that didn't know full or dory was on sunday (laughs) like literally it's three days four days beforehand thankfully i said something if i hadn't though because
0: usually what will happen is everyone will tell you when they land and be like, Hey, do you have dinner plans tonight? (laughs) You're like, yes, yes. <laughs> i thought I, so and, from the people who, who contacted me four days which ago. is funny coming from you because i'm
1: usually the type that whenever you want it daddy's very spontaneous and i love that i, I am him. spontaneous i'm
0: i'm giving I you a compliment being, i'm agreeing with you
1: <laughs> you're agreeing in a way that makes it sound like i'm not giving you a compliment though <laughs> i love on, that you're spontaneous you. <laughs> but i am the type that i need to plan out extracurricular
0: activities you know i can't just drop everything to go to the beach for the day
1: i wish i could yeah, I wish I could.
0: I can. I mean, if you're going to the beach, call me.
1: So if you're coming to the beach for Dory, just everybody <laughs> Not text weekend, daddy, though. please. No, Everyone no, text no, daddy. No, no, no. Don't go to the beach. No, no, no.
0: He's adorable <laughs> on be a
1: the beach. beach. <laughs> Don't be a beach. <laughs> Hi, beach. Okay. But to that, though, like you, okay, for any sexual things, actually, if you're worried about making plans, step one, give them an actionable either question or date. Tell someone when you're available, then say, would you like to do a thing? Because if you say, hey, I'm free, or my, my least favorite thing, hey, do you want to hang out? Yeah. I'm I'm going to say yes, but I'm not going to make that. If you are texting me to start a plan, tell me what you want to do and give me like some options. So like, this goes ask for to what the, days I'm free. Ask me a question I can answer.
0: This goes to the sub-generation oh, because oh, what it does when you say, do you want to hang out, uh, then that leaves... All the planning and the other person's, so like, true. it's like when you're just cold calling someone and you go sup, you're leaving all the responsibility for someone to respond and tell you what's up.
1: <laughs> we need a we need a jingle that's like dad tea, but the same, the same tone, but it's puppy, puppy, and then like
0: when you gotta pee,
1: <laughs> puppy, wow, that's puppy. that's all I get, yeah, when I'm pissed, <laughs> when you're pissed, yeah. okay, uh. Here's just the gist. You like to take a piss? I thought it was Pufty. your boner. I don't know. We haven't... Well, I, I don't usually get angry okay, about I'll, stuff.
0: I'll, I'll work on the jingle Okay, thank the, you. The jingle um, oh, you get uptight about things.
1: I know, but I yeah. get... Uh, it's less often than you. You were literally complaining about another thing that I will save for another podcast. Oh, yeah. No, I'm saving that one. But yes, I'm just going to say good. two words. Go-go-go. Golden Bobo. I know where you're going. <laughs> we will save that for Go-go-go-go. next time. No, 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 no. Next time. Save it. Save it. Um, <laughs> Because... Woo! No, today <laughs> that one set me off. T- oh, he's still set off by it, uh, much like a car alarm. So that said, um, today's episode is about worrying because I was just, I was, I Are was. Were you worried about it? I was a little worried. No. Um, we live in this day and age where we worry about so many things, especially with like you know the paninis and all that happening. But then it got me thinking. Like as I was trying to prep for a fun, sexy time with a friend, I was like, oh. I haven't worried about things like this in quite a while because COVID and other things. Monkey box. Yeah, and that now too is a worry. But I want to be very clear that like that's not what this episode's about. Spotify's (laughs) already tagged us because daddy said a word. Really? They start start tagging the podcast now if you say the words in it. If you say the the panini, other words for the panini. That's why we're talking about paninis. My favorite panini is a good old like pesto chicken flatbread. What's What's that code for though? What other words start with Pan. Pan-sexual?
0: Democrats, pan Pandemic. Oh, I'm oh. To oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was that common. Anyway, <laughs>
1: for a- people but ASMR. Pandora's box. <laughs> yes, Pandora's box. <laughs> okay. We can talk about Pandora's box all as much as we want. It's a okay. beautiful box, big old hole, lovely. Anyway, I wanted to talk about things that worry people when they're getting ready for sex, mm-hmm. or just about their sexual wellness,
0: their sexuality. I know what the number one worry is for bottoms. This one came up. Yeah, go ahead. If they're if they've douched out enough. If yeah.
1: Clean. No, no, absolutely. And for the record, we're talking about the butt being clean. Yeah. I don't really like to use the word clean when referring to a butt because it yeah, does yeah, send yeah, that yeah, stigmatization.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. No, I get it, though. Ha- have you washed it out enough? And so what they tend to do, and I've I've been guilty of this myself, is right before the take gets there, you're like, mm, is. There anything else up there maybe i should check and so you go to and then if you do that and you go past the second wall oh God, then it just the allows wall. the floodgates to it's just you're in there for an hour okay
1: so i had so many people i i tweeted about and i said what do you guys worry about when it comes to sex sexuality and kink and so many people said that yeah and i very valid especially I imagine with that's the anal number one sex and our audience being not all gays but a lot of queer people that have you know penetrative anal sex um Lots of people saying, like, my anxiety spikes during anal sex because of that, because of fears of, like, tears or discomfort. um, And that turns into worry and then affects your performance. But then, you know, it was really nice. What? was right after that. Someone said, I worry about the people who bottom and freak out if there's a little bit of poop or excrement. Like, literally, it happens. Let's clean up and go again and just keep on our merry ways. Or I'll give you the space to clean yourself out real quick and do a spot check. And then you come back. And that's why we call it a spot check. I I really like. No, but that was a response to people because it was very much like, I see what you're saying, but like, I'm here to make sure you don't worry about that. You know, how do tops do a better job of that? Do you think?
0: Just, just, that's what I always do. So just do that. (laughs) Do uh, tell, (laughs) just have a a lecture them about spot checks. Just, just don't make it a big deal. Don't shame anyone. I mean, that's what happens. Well, But you know how how we used to make it more palatable when I did studio porn and the and we had to wait for the bottom to go douche out uh-huh. we we would always say they're cocktailing <laughs> it's like oh, where's that. brad oh he's cocktailing that's right i was <laughs> Does on that a set just once. sound more
1: pleasant <laughs> i was on a set once where the producer said that he was calling his mom real quick that was their term for it and i always thought they were calling their parents no 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 but
0: maybe (laughs) was he making a phone call that's calling
1: a grandma that's that's giving grandma phone calls
0: okay why why is that semantic between mom and a grandma i don't know these are
1: two different instances many years apart okay (laughs) i'm not making the rules i'm just repeating the verbiage okay i worry your
0: generation i worry worry that's what i worry about i worry about your generation that's my biggest worry
1: Well, you know what some people did say?
0: Your generation? No. no. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Some people worry about their... Like, how, how their body looks, maybe how they're manicured, and possibly even their smell that they give off. Oh, I never worry about that. Well, but you do trim your body hair. I do. I do just aesthetically but i don't worry about it with today's second sponsor manscaped <laughs> it's like leading a horse to water and the horses know what water is now do you got some crotch discomfort hurt in your game well fear no more because today's second sponsor manscaped is, is the absolute best at crotch comfort regardless of what you got going down there now again hair does a thing of like making smells and sometimes Smells that can get a little, uh, you know, musky, musky, musky is a good way to put it. But like some people don't like musk and that's fair considering we had people concerned about their own body musk. Mm-hmm. Like I like a little bit of hair, but some people like their, their, their diets and how their body grows, like their smells might be a little pungent. So if you're looking to keep your balls or private parts in the perfect performance, maybe you should get the perfect performance package from Manscape, The global leaders in the below the waist grooming and above the waist too. I, I use mine on my chest, I use it around my nipples, I use it on my face. I use it in my nose. Yeah, you do, with the Weed Whacker. <laughs> and so if you use offer code WATTS20 at checkout, you can get 20% off and free shipping. Again, Manscaped is great for when you're doing chastity play, when you're doing just body removal. Body rem- oh my god, body hair removal, not body, body remo- Don't you can't remove hair. <laughs> you don't remove bodies. Oh my god. But the fourth generation trimmer, the Modelmore 4.0 gets 4,000 LEDs on off switch, a little light to make sure you, you reduce nicks and cuts. Which
0: actually is gonna come in handy tomorrow night, because I um, am I'm doing a demo at the powerhouse and oh. I'm gonna shave this muscle puppy. Com, who's completely hairy? I'm gonna use my Manscaped razor oh. on him on stage and just shave him down. And because the lighting is horrible in bars, I need that <laughs> light on the on the on the razor. So thank you, manscape And
1: maybe you can even just uh, slide the jewel pouch down and then back up again, or use the micromodal fabric with a buttery soft and breathable. Keeping oh. your
0: cucumber cool. I'm going to do a lot with this jewel pot, pouch. Or
1: Don't even worry. use the front fly opening for easy access.
0: Uh, oh. Definitely going to do that too.
1: <laughs> with a range as small to small to 3XL. Check out Manscaped today. at The link down below. Again, use offer code WATTS20. And your balls or just your body parts will thank you. Thank you, Manscaped now i don't worry about our sponsors they're they're all lovely and they let us talk about things and just kind of in- integrate in a nice easy way but daddy do you ever worry about stuff during sex like is there anything
0: you worry about personally uh one thing i do worry about because i have a very small bladder is oh. getting if i'm subbing and getting tied up and having to pee because the so i like trying to hot, pee like four times not not when somebody's done an intricate rope bondage and you are really tied down and then you're like um i have to pee (laughs) put a puppy pad down
1: i I, again again, i'm just saying again i i I get
0: i'm pee shy so Uh, i worry about people watching me pee too so i'm I'm less so as i age and now i'm just like i'll just pee anywhere but yeah that used to be a big concern of mine is having to pee once you're tied down See, I I've always had this this
1: worry of cleaning out and just I being know ri- you'd, you'd well it for okay. hours because I had this terrible instance once back in the day when I was first becoming sexually active where I was just I was not perfect back there. I was coming from a bar over to a guy's place. It was a one-night stand sort of thing if he got that lucky. But as we were playing, he was very large and he got into, you know, the other parts of my colon that weren't perfect and he I'm literally really What? How big was this? Is so long ago. I (laughs) smallest thing in my mind, honestly. But um, he essentially pulled out and was very shamey. gave me the swear, like he swore at me, and he was like, "Ew, gross!" Kicked me out with like my pants still kind of around my ankles. Wow. He was just asshole. What a dick. What? Yeah. Well, not good enough that I remembered. I don't remember the guy's name, but it just it it set this really bad groove in like my own sexual hygiene, uh, hygiene and. yeah it's always been a weird thing and so like i'm that's always something i worry about and i've gotten better at it over the years i've learned to take fiber pills and i've learned to just you know the spot checks that do exist and how easy that is and the only time i'm ever going to do a super deep clean is if like i need to be okay for later or if we're doing like long scenes because if you're if you do it right if if you do it right you get the first cavity cleaned out then you're usually good for a few hours and even then if the dick's too big it won't push it won't pull things out as much as
0: push things in a little bit and for fucking bottoms you don't have to go as deep as you guys do the deep the deeper you go the longer you're going to be doing this yeah (laughs) so just 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 the first two channels is good oh um
1: somebody in the chat said that i sometimes worry about my private parts breaking (gasps) Which I mean, I guess that's. What do they do? Well, to be fair,
0: your 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 dick. If that's what you got down there, is a there's a bone in that, and you can fracture it. I know, but how often does that ever happen? I mean, it happened to me. You've seen it. I was gonna say you've seen it. What do you mean? But he was literally jumping up and down on the bed like a trampoline, trying to land on the penis and. He missed once and snapped the guy's dick. Okay, stop. So, But, I mean, how many people jump up and down on the bed? That's literally what you would have to do to break it. Have you
1: not heard the song, No More Monkeys Jumping on the Bed? I know a few monkeys. I know a few people on Scruff that call themselves like "sex monkey" or
0: something like that. No, um, I wonder how many people are going to stop calling themselves "monkey" with "monkey box." Oh,
1: oh, Ooh. Stop saying the word, please. We don't know what they can hear us. So,
0: what are they going to do if they hear the word? I don't know. Word? It
1: just—I don't think it works too much on podcasts. But every once in a while, if we even mention the word, you know, co- what are they going to do? Panini ban us? No, I don't know if it restricts it or not. I honestly don't. I haven't seen the stats yet. I'm just—I'm—I'm just. I'm, I'm just i'm educating our audience that like when that's a thing we're
0: restricted over okay right?
1: okay well anyway that's my um, for next time a lot of concerns though that came up when it came to worries about sex and whatnot was that people were worried about if their partner was enjoying
0: it or not mm, which, one I, I i relate to which is why i always tell subs Make noise. <laughs> make, if you're hey! enjoying it, hey! make yummy noises. Those are top cookies. that you, you give e- me g- a yummy noise? Mm. That's the sound of like top. That makes? Mm. Sometimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> if I'm eating a good ass. Now, a,
1: make mm. make a yummy noise while jumping on the bed. <laughs> what does that sound like? Okay, yo stop. Okay, I regret that. You asked that. Um... Well, I think it should be noted that, like, a lot of people see boners, and this came up too in discussions, as, like, pleasure. And if you don't have a boner, you're not having a good time.
0: And I get that. Oh, that's what you're saying. Well, no, no, I'm saying all of the above. There's a bunch of concerns around, like, visibility and pleasure. So being able to stay erect while being penetrated is actually not easy to do. And it doesn't mean that the bottom is not enjoying it. Their prostate is being stimulated. Trust me, they're enjoying it. They just, there's many, many people don't stay erect. And the problem is porn. And I know this because how we shoot porn is we make the bottom get a hard-on and then we shoot for five to ten minutes while they're having a hard-on of them getting fucked. And then until their boner goes down. And then we stop and have them get it up again. And then we should do that. And that's why it takes so long. So, but the, the only thing that people see is this bottom constantly being hard the entire yeah. time as he's being plowed. And that is just not how the human body works. No.
1: And to that, like people that don't have a, a penis can have pleasure all over the place, but mm-hmm. you, you don't always see it visibly. That's why but, communicating. That's why talking, checking in. Some people don't find it sexy, but like I do when people check in and like ask like, "What's what's this doing for you? How are you doing? You don't. You're, you're very much like what are you talking about
0: i do all the time we literally
1: did a video where i was like checking in is sexy and you're like well
0: i was being funny okay well i check in. i <laughs> check in in different ways i check in with body language i mean i check no. in okay. with uh yes but you literally I'm said constantly that, aware of
1: what the bottom no, is. no i didn't say you didn't say i didn't say you didn't do that i said checking in verbally like actually having a conversation mid-sex you didn't well, i think don't like sex. to
0: have chats while i'm having sex so. how does that make you feel how does <laughs> that, that, that how does that, how does that, that boner I mean, <laughs> how does that make you feel inside of your asshole?
1: how does that make you feel are you see, like <clears throat> you know exactly. what i mean some people are different um but to like to that it was just a lot of people being like i i don't i don't know if they're having a good time therefore i can't keep it up i always think that like you're not doing the sexy times unless you were hopefully like against consent is not only sexy but necessary I hope that you're doing sexy times with people you want to have sexy times with. So I think it's safe to assume if you're having good conversation and you're both turned on, that you guys are having a good time, regardless if there's a hard appendage or not, yeah. you know? And I, I think some people just need to, a reminder of that. All it takes is like, how are you doing? Maybe they're too hot and they can't keep a boner up. Maybe they're you like "No, buckets. I truthfully
0: think that is actually one of the reasons Chastity Play has become so popular is it gave the excuse not to have to worry about careful with that right.
1: i'm gonna uh, not an excuse well no i mean not an excuse way in which you can explore that <clears throat> but yeah. the, it
0: takes away their concern over not being able to get erect and some people just
1: literally don't want to be erect too yeah. and that's that's awesome as well everyone comes to chastity for different reasons yeah. but i do like that chastity gives people a reason to enjoy a different kind of play without the pressure yeah. of needing that bonus because i've totally slept with what people say. that get so bent out of shape if, if you're not literally straight as a, as a, like a steel rod, cool. you
0: know, who does that?
1: I didn't play with them again. No, I just, <clears> I'm <throat> saying I've had, I've had flings before where they couldn't get turned on. Cause you didn't, didn't look like you were being turned on, whatever oh, that means. Sure. And I'm just saying that that's kind of BS.
0: Were you turned on?
1: I was, but okay. like when you have a fucking, like when you have a, you know, a sizable thing in your butt, like it's hard to stay hard sometimes, even no. when you are so turned on that you're like, I leak a lot. So I could have a soft penis, but like leaking pre cum everywhere because mm-hmm. I'm turned on in different ways, you know. Sure. Just, that's just just makes that's what I that's what I think though. Um. Oh, a friend of the show Jeff Brutlack, says I sometimes worry that I'll have to do more than I'm comfortable with. Like logically, I know I don't have to, but it still feels like I may have not explored enough to satisfy a partner. Interesting. I
0: have to read that so. I'm trying to th- I'm trying to wrap my head around it.
1: Let me read again. First part, I have some I sometimes worry that I'll have to do more than I'm comfortable with because they haven't explored enough and they haven't had the time to be comfortable with maybe some kinky stuff they might need to do to satisfy a partner.
0: I think I think lots of people who play with me have that feeling <laughs> because oh. because they, they they view me as having a very wide range of knowledge yeah, and stuff. What? I said, "Yeah, you do." Oh, um, (laughs) giving you a compliment. Ah! So, and so, I get that some people who haven't explored different areas are hesitant to play because they think they're going to have to do something they're not comfortable with to make me happy. Yeah, which is never the case. I'm, I'm, I, I enjoy all sorts of things, and I like playing on the level of the level the person I'm playing with is on
1: same yeah. and i think that's where the, the the negotiation at the beginning the pre the pre-game of it all is really really useful because it, it sets the ground rules you can do i like to do will want won't lists if it's a new person like things you will and want will do like things you really want to do and things you won't do because it, it the the will do is kind of like an open like i'd be open to that you know the want do the want do the want to do's are like i'm ex- like oh my god enthusiastically so for this and the the won'ts are the no's you know you at least have a, a playing field but you can do it a number of different ways all it takes is again communicating and
0: but the, i think and the scooby-doos
1: the scooby-doos yeah the scooby-doos and is what happens if you want to do some pet play <laughs> and, and the, the doo doos are what happens if you didn't do-doos. clean out properly <laughs> no. you, spot check, oh you know my god. and that's fine
0: that's fine stop shaming everybody i
1: was i didn't <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm empowering them to do a spot check. I had a, I
0: always had, light a match after poopy doos.
1: <laughs> I had a session recently with a friend yes. and they had a, a very large thing, you know, and halfway through, I was like, Oh, I'm not, I, you know, I had that feeling of like, I don't know. And I said, you know, Hey, How's it? Looking back there, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah so it's like, oh, yeah. and so I went
0: like, wait, he talked like a mush mouth. Yes. What?
1: <laughs> <Just like that>. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, do you need a, a second? And it was just nice to see him check in. And then I was like, oh, yeah, we're good. And we kept going. Everyone was still happy. Lots of boners, you know, but
0: yes. it's a big butt. Thank, yes, you f- you, thank you. Yes, you have. A thank butt.
1: you. Um,
0: but does it The, the second
1: part of, uh, <laughs> but to my hips. <laughs> The second part of the question the, or the, the comment, I logically know I don't have to do something they are not comfortable with, but I feel like I have not explored enough to satisfy a partner. And then we get into that satisfaction thing again.
0: Wait, isn't that the same thing as before? It's
1: the same. It's the same comment. Oh, yes, okay. I said the second yeah, part okay. to
0: that comment. Oh, it's literally primary view <laughs> for that. All right. Um, I, I, I'm like, I feel like we heard this one already.
1: I feel like again that comes from a pressure from society and also maybe your 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 vision of porn. Porn's a fantasy, you guys. Mm. Porn is porn is all about selling a fantasy. You know how I'm trying to think of like You know how on Instagram everyone's selling that fantasy of their life? You don't see the the other parts where they get that picture ready or they do that that staged, you know, video that they put online. What you're what you're doing in real life is going to be a little clunky at times, and that's okay,
0: you know. So how do you get someone to just relax and not not be stressed out? Because if they are stressed Mm -hmm. out and if they're worrying, that's going to affect the overall mood of everything.
1: Well, I check for possible signs of someone in distress. Do they look like they're uncomfortable? Ask them if they would like to get more comfortable as they come to your place. If you got like some extra sweatpants, maybe someone's coming over. And you're like, hey, do you want to get comfortable first? Grab them a drink. If they would like a, a beverage, you know, and I'm not even talking about alcohol. Play some music. Put on a candle. You know, there's lots of ways you can stimulate someone that's not going to make them more uncomfortable, hopefully. But you can like set a mood. You have to set the mood. Do you agree?
0: Yeah, I set a mood every time. I'm like, you over. are a mood. You are a mood. <laughs>
1: no but you agree right like how do you set yeah yeah, yeah yeah
0: um i set. i always have dim lighting yeah good <laughs> dim lighting <laughs> good music dim lighting goes a long way I, have you I, ever walked into somebody else's place and they've got every light on in the room and no music it's quiet and you know you can hear the refrigerator humming and you're just distracted by everything around you yeah you're hypersensitive yeah it's not good yeah you are you are <laughs> hypersensitive <laughs>
1: um no i get that and that's where you kind of have to just breathe so, honestly set the mood you're a little right. pot for me sets the mood that's for sure mm. um what was, that? what was that
0: well that's you
1: yeah no that was like a judgmental no, no i no, know no, those no blues. no 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 mm-hmm. 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 uh-huh. mm-hmm. you're about to get scrappy do up in here <laughs> scrappy do <I'm gonna> <laughs> um this one from uh Divic pup says when I play the dominant role, so this is a kinky one, and I want to hear your your opinion on this. Okay. I know that 80% of the time I'll have this period where I question myself because I don't think
0: I'm like that. And I ask myself, how could I even do that? That's imposter syndrome. That, kind so of, that's that's <laughs> kind of everyone goes through that a little yeah. bit, especially when you're trying to be the dominant in control. Role, mm-hmm. you know, you start second guessing yourself. Do they really like that, <laughs> do I, yeah. or is that just me? Or and am I just telling them to do something because I think they will like it, even though I don't like it? um It's hard to make all the decisions all the time. It's exhausting, actually.
1: <laughs> See, this is where you put it in their court, though. Yeah, you 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 phrase a question in a dominant way, you know. Yeah, and then what's going to happen? Or yeah. and this is how, like, in the foreplay, maybe even the sexting beforehand. But you you have to be, because I know I'm dominant every once in a while. I'm a top. This is why
0: I involve them. I make them count out things. I make them. Well,
1: that's because you don't know how to keep count.
0: Well, that's true. But (laughs) wow. Way to shame me. Um,
1: Oh, I want to go back to the story. The dog on the. No,
0: no, 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 no.
1: No, but let me let me finish. Um, But what I'm saying is like, we all have that what we'll call imposter syndrome for this question where we are like am I the dominant one here or do I know what I'm doing? And that's where you kind of just have to, you you fill it with scene extenders, you know, whether it's talking or maybe like some some motion, especially if you have someone tied down, put on a blindfold and then they don't know that you're not doing everything 100% right. right? But Or they don't see you scrambling, but it sets a mood still and the mood's important, the ambiance. And then to that, I will also say, if you're feeling inadequate, just just put it back in perspective that this person put aside time because they think that you're adequate. They think that you are probably above adequate. They think you're great. So, you are you are literally trying to self-sabotage or not trying to. But you're you're self-sabotaging by not giving yourself credit.
0: I think. Well, it's also it's it's also because we are now we're so hyper conscious of making sure we have consent and not hurting anyone and stuff. So when you go into BDSM roles and you're doing a fantasy role play where you're being dominant and like you know putting them on the ground with your boot or your your foot or something, and then you, you're like they're enjoying it, they're getting off on it, but they might yelp, and you're like. Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> Which will ruin well, it. so you you yeah. you stress out about if you're being tough enough and not hurting them at the same time. It's a balancing. It's a it's a fine line to walk.
1: And the the comment kind of does allude to that of like feeling like they're a bad person, maybe. And I'm not saying they are. I'm not saying no, anyone's bad. Some
0: people bad. love being trampled. Yeah,
1: but that you are literally doing a, a fantastical fantasy thing that mm-hmm. someone is asking you to do. That is not a bad. So as long and, as you're
0: being respectful. And the way I gauge it is when the scene is done when it's over everyone's had their happy times and 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 then you sit around and laugh about it yeah and then you take notes Hey, which was your favorite part which was your least favorite part oh okay yeah i won't kick you in the nuts so hard then um that kind of thing that's yeah that's what i do and then you learn for the next time
1: i mean case point the other day i had a fun scene and then afterwards we watched like love death and robots or love sex and robots whatever it's called And we had a lovely time.
0: That sounds terrible. We've
1: literally watched it and you enjoyed it quite a bit.
0: Oh, do I? Okay.
1: Um, Oh my God. (laughs) A lot of questions or comments revolved around, and there was one specifically that someone said, people not washing their hands. (laughs) That's what stresses them out? Yeah, apparently. Lord. That's what they worry about. Don't come to my place. Okay, but but they're gonna be stressed out. A lot of people kind of reflected that by saying, you know, COVID and other Oh shit, I said the word. Uh, things <laughs> that we need to be tested for and even, even things like HIV could be one thing as well that you might worry about. Yeah. So get tested. Well, monkey box. No I mean,
0: no more monkeys jumping on the bed. That's what we're talking about. Just don't drink out of any of the coffee cups on my kitchen counter. Stop.
1: Stop. That's not funny. That's not funny. Why is it not funny? Because you're making a joke of something that's serious.
0: What? Ha ha. Oh, I thought you were saying that you had like monkey pox in your cups. No, I pee in my coffee cups and my kitchen. Oh, well, that's a whole other Don't issue. Don't drink out, that's out of my whole, cups. That is a you problem. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay. Don't anyway. come to my house and drink out of my anyway. cups because I pee in them. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Lots of, even though I douched a million sterile, times, but... I never know. Um, I think that sometimes people are afraid, at least as bottoms, to to really embrace like just bottoming. A lot of people will talk about just a discomfort there. Maybe they're not feeling ready for it. Besties, if you don't feel ready or it's too painful, say something, please. Yeah, don't Make do sure it. Make sure you're using the right amount of lube. Prep yourself before you wreck yourself. Get a little anal training kit if you think that as a bottom you're going to hurt yourself. It's it's so much easier then and helps it so it's easier to bottom when you finally get someone maybe back there if you're doing anal stuff. um, Or even in the front if that's what you got. But like... You don't just go from zero to 60. You got to practice and and just get comfy or else it's going to be a painful experience. And I think that's something realistic that we don't talk about because, again, fantasies and porn and whatnot, even erotica, like it makes it seem like, oh, my God, big dick. So, yeah, it's going to feel so good. It might eventually, but you don't start it. Yeah. You don't start it 11, 12 inches. You know, you start. Yeah. And
0: and even people who can take something big, Mm -hmm. not right away. Yeah. I mean, you have to open them up a little bit.
1: I agree. Yep. Um, there was also people talking about feelings. Oh, God. And, uh, wow. <laughs> That's not the way you should respond to feelings. No, but people talking about, like, even with casual sex, they are afraid of catching feelings or afraid that the other person's going to, like, get a crush. And I don't know that I've run into that a lot
0: recently. And I'm wondering why, because I used to run into that a lot. Like well, it crushes on people. So here's the thing about feelings. You are <laughs> you are feelings. You're going to have feelings, either negative or positive or da-da-da. Uh and there's all sorts of different types of love out there. So even if you do have feelings for someone, may not make them the best partner, yeah. but may give you a really enjoyable time when you play with them. Mm. Um, so do it sporadically. You don't it it doesn't have to be uh, we're moving in with the white picket fence and the Volvo. um, Gold logo. Oh, oh, okay, actually.
1: save it. <laughs> <laughs> do, we, do you have more? To th- is it that comment? No, that's it. Oh, okay. I,
0: I, you, er, every encounter with another human being makes you have feelings, some True. sort of feelings. True. So and don't maybe- be scared of it. Maybe Let's it's acknowledge them and move on.
1: Well, because like, do you ever remember like the first time you had like crushes on people? Because I kind of yeah. do.
0: Yeah.
1: Like I remember progressively like the crush became less uh, powerful as I met more and more cute guys that I w- might be into. Or you talk to them. Or or that or that or that. <laughs> and you that. got
0: to know their personality. Yeah. And you're like oh, no. That's,
1: that too. <laughs> um, but I guess I I also you you start to maybe build that proper foundation of like how to be sexual with people as you casually date and have casual sex. And so sometimes that the feelings might be a little strong just because you don't you don't you don't put yourself out there all that often. Or if you put yourself out there you might just lean in too much and that might be your own personal red flag to be like, "Oh, do I get attached too quickly? Maybe you need to change." And I'm not therapisting you, but um maybe you need to change how you approach the situation if you feel like you are always getting feelings in an unrealistic way.
0: Yeah, don't jump into things right away with people. Give it some time. Give it a beat. Everyone's got a personality. Everyone's got a background. Mm -hmm. Everyone's got work environments, family obligations. It's find out what all those things are.
1: Yeah. And again, setting that foundation (coughs) is what makes it more easy to figure or like go along on your journey. Like if you tell them outright, like, hey, I'm just looking for like fun, casual sex, you can still catch feelings, but at least they know that you're not you know, looking for, you know, a real serious relationship and vice versa.
0: Unless they are looking for. A very, well,
1: that's what I mean. Like, that's, that's why you maybe you don't I'm not, don't go on to the first date. And be like, I want to get married. That's not well, that's not That's not a good I would not. I would not go on a second date with a person like that. That's like, let's get married from the first
0: like outright. Would you? No, but I oh, okay. I, 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 I I get that a lot. Yeah. Yo, oh, you poor thing. <laughs> you.
1: you poor, oh my God. To be Mr. Christopher, and I everybody want to marry you, and yet my finger, mm-mm, nothing there. No thoughts. Finger empty. I'm still giving it time. Uh huh. No, I'm, and I'm not. To be clear, I'm not complaining. There are so many married. layers to you. I know. you are like an making, onion. I'm gonna make you cry here in a second. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: okay. This one hits very close to home for us as well. Um, that says, it essentially boils down to, I'm, I worry that I'm too sex positive. Wait, what does that mean? So, picture this. Trying to? <laughs> <laughs> Fancy romantic music in the background. You sit down at a date and you start chatting about what your sexual interests are. And they just say, well, i like to bottom. And you're like, well, I'm a top who's very sex positive. I just finished the ethical slut. I'd love to tie you down and then just have sexual fun fantasies that include feathers and bondage and ropes and and more feathers and feet tickling and th- someone that's too sex positive. When you meet so, have you never run into someone who's very like sex negative before,
0: yeah. So I'm trying to figure out why being sex positive is a bad thing. Well, they worry about it. I'm just this is a th- so that's why I, I, I'm trying to figure out an example of sex positivity being a bad thing it's not a. am not saying it's a bad thing but then i'm why saying would people, you
1: worry about it I, okay imagine you tried to go on a date with someone who found incredibly hot <laughs> but they're not sex positive like oh that people they're not worry sex positive. Yes, that's what i just I said thought
0: you said they were worried because they were that they were too sex positive this person
1: is worried they're too sex positive and right. dating makes and they're worried about dating because they don't want to be too out there
0: for people right i'm trying to picture what that means
1: They worry that people are going to think that they're too sexually wild. They're they're worried about essentially being slut shamed for being a sex positive person who might be very sexually expressive. Isn't a lot of kinks. You clearly—I've never had do this not problem. Understand this question—it's
0: <laughs> hard for me to relate to.
1: <laughs> um, you've literally—I'm p- pretty sure—have been like almost slut shamed by people that you've been in monogamous or poly- polyamorous relationships. Yeah, but with.
0: then I dump them.
1: Okay, but see, I mean, that's a concern. I
0: don't, I don't worry about it.
1: Okay, that's—but yeah. that's that is you. That's if, your personal way they, of, of dealing with If they don't
0: understand, sex. that's on them. Okay,
1: yeah. but I think it's a valid conversation of people that are kinky and sex positive especially for this pot. why are you being so contrarian and like oh, i'm ahead. not i'm okay. starting to
0: understand the question <laughs> just help me help you
1: <laughs> if you're worried about having disjointed sexual interests i would just make sure that you again communicate from the get-go if you think that your kinks might be a little much for someone don't you don't introduce those right away if you are wanting to, maybe you have that that mismatched kinky desires, or maybe even a mismatched libido. That's where you you figure it out. Maybe you open up eventually, and you work through your own relationship like that. I think everyone kind of figures that out. It's just reading reading the clues, reading the signs, and reading your partner. Daddy doesn't understand this question. I'm I'm, I'm lost on this one. <laughs> How about this one then? Okay. Uh, it says I feel like I've not been feeling myself in in that way, meaning like sexually, uh, for a lot of the year, maybe even longer. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but it's important for me to realize that up until now in life, I was a very sexual person.
0: Okay. Well, life has its ups and downs with uh, your desires. I mean, I know many a kinky player that have gone off into retirement and never looked back and never do kink again um it's just they're happy with other things in their life now so whatever makes you happy i mean whether you i mean do you feel like you're missing out because you're not having maybe it's it could be a bit of fomo for some people that feel
1: that 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 see their libido or sex drive whatever you would like to call it changing but they 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 don't know how to comprehend it and i think especially with the paninis as they are a lot of people haven't felt that touch, haven't felt that interaction, maybe even that charge for a bit. Maybe you just need to rev your engine a bit and slowly get back into it.
0: Some of the best subs I play with, actually, they I, I, I call it the three to four month arc. They will be... <laughs> Is there a more catchy name to that? <laughs> three to four month? have a four month arc? How's that? Okay, we'll work on it. The FARC.
1: We'll definitely work on it.
0: <laughs> I call it the slut phase. Everyone's yeah, so so they they come in hot and heavy, they're like, throw me in the sling daddy, da da da, da. huffin' poppers, ba ba ba. And then they go home satisfied and then they are satiated for three, four, five months, and mm-hmm. their sex drive is not up there like it was when they were wildly into it but it comes back um so i think there's an ebb and flow to everything absolutely yeah again it's fluid a lot of life gets in the way sometimes that too yeah I mean, paninis
1: get in the way sometimes. You're hungry, but you haven't had one yet, so okay,
0: you have to quit with the sandwich references. That throws me
1: off every time. <laughs> I'm Sorry, like, would you prefer a hot why are we or talking about sandwiches. I'm saying panini because I don't want to say the other. Word. I know
0: now, but when you start, I don't understand what you're doing. <laughs> okay, so, Daddy, do you know what a panini is? It's a sandwich. It's a very no, no, yummy, no, no, yummy no, 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 sandwich, conversation... which I love because it's flattened oh and heated. Speaking of sandwiches, a
1: sandwich might help with this next one that says, "I don't feel desirable." I worry I don't feel desirable. How would a sandwich help? (laughs) Because sandwich compliments really boost people's morale.
0: Sandwich compliments. You never heard of a sandwich compliment?
1: You give them, you give them a positive, then you say, "Here's a critique, a crit, or like a you know a helpful critique," and then finish with another sandwich, like Daddy.
0: You look like a six-inch.
1: No. But you could talk about like subs stuff. this way if you wanted. Like, I could say, like
0: a 12 inch sub. You know
1: what? Today, Daddy, you are very funny. You're not paying attention fully because I've explained a few things sometimes, but that kind of makes it even better because then you zing in with a joke.
0: That was a sandwich compliment. Yeah, you're, you do that to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm not sure that that, and I see you coming a mile away. I don't know if that is better.
1: <laughs> no, but what about being desirable? Like, do you ever find yourself not feeling desirable? Yes,
0: all the time. <laughs> That's a very quick answer.
1: Um, well, what I, helps you to feel desirable?
0: Um, getting a compliment. You're uh, very funny today. That <laughs> doesn't make me feel desirable. <laughs> oh, well, wow. uh, um, very nice in that green shirt. Uh, working out a little bit always oh. helps me. Um, because then I I feel a little fitter and healthier. Um, I don't know what else. What makes you feel desirable?
1: um pe- when people when people like
0: talk to me regularly
1: uh, keep keeping in contact with someone and building a connection makes me feel desired because it means that people are thinking of me mm. um compliments are always nice um getting fun sexy photos from people make me feel desired because there's sexual energy being put my way and it could mm. be sexual energy in a number of different ways um but a lot of the time it's just being able to talk to someone and know how they're doing and what their day is like or just just having that talk i don't know building a connection with someone makes me feel desired mm. or, or keeping up a connection too because you can of course build something and continue to build it see that just exhausts me okay well <laughs> <laughs> not feeling the desire right now um but i think everyone works a little bit differently and some people yeah, obviously especially as we get in our more mature years because a lot of the comments included years with people i'm not shaming you there's no shade i'm simply <laughs> literally saying that someone said they're 52 they're 54 58 there were multiple people they're like i I've, as i get old mm-hmm. maybe they had kids maybe they don't there's different people but they're like i just don't feel desired i don't feel desirable yeah. and to that there's someone out there for you bestie you are everybody is attractive to someone and while you might not be this specific person's cup of tea that you were looking at you are absolutely another person's cup of tea like there's people in here that are like worried that their dicks not big enough and then immediately after that someone's like i love small dicks yeah
0: you know every pot has a lid um and but the other thing is you have so you to you got pot over there <laughs> you have to also uh, maybe change the <clears throat> scope of your focus um so look for people that are in your age bracket instead of trying to go after the 20 year olds. Um but the 20 year olds sometimes like the dilfs the milfs no i know they 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 they, they suck non- me
1: all the time. What's a non binary? Like dilf or milf. A filth? No, that sounds terrifying. <laughs> I don't think you want to call bad. them filth. <laughs> no 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 not not FILF. filf. <laughs> no, i got it. So them- too much like i'd <laughs> like to fi- yeah, let's work on that one y'all okay. Anyway, um actually speaking on like identity and and gender people not feeling man enough or not feeling woman enough if they are let's say someone who's not gender conforming or might even be trans um there was a few comments like that of people just expressing how they they just don't feel sexy they don't feel desirable because they don't fit that that modern what is conventionally attractive Sort of thing.
0: Well, and and I think that's the problem with trying to put yourself in the box of convention too, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because that's what the majority of people have grown up with, with one one thinking or the other, and now it it's the doors are being blown open for the first time. And so now now there's new... I mean, the awareness is bigger than it ever has been right now. Mm -hmm. So I think this is the time they're going to carve out their own niches. I'm sorry, what was that? Niches. 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 Like said. And Zendaya is Michi. Yeah. Um, Wow. I mean, does that make sense? It it does. It does. It does. does, does, does. So my, my... And I see it all the time now with... My Instagram feed is there i can't i can't the gender fluidity is so all over the place and it's becoming a commonality now that i even think that my generation is getting confused by it now the, the amount of leather people, people that are um painting their nails now uh, is i see it everywhere i like i like it though no i know I i'm like not that. i'm not but so I, yeah. I i think it just takes time
1: Agreed. And and again, I, I don't feel any judgment or, or any shade towards any kind of identity from what you're saying there. But I do hear a, a confusion and an uncertainty of how to be a proper ally, you know, like. So they
0: are confused and we are confused.
1: Well, I think they need some validation that they are. And, and at least in this comment that I'm seeing here, it says, like, not being seen as a, a man's man, like not being seen as enough. Hyper
0: masculinity.
1: and Maybe even not that. Um, they they feel like uh, a fetish that can be an easy fuck, you know. And there's a bunch of different takes here. Honestly, y'all are enough. And I, I I feel like sometimes people just need that that affirmation and that like that 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 just let them know that they are enough, you know. That permission, that's the word. And to that also like like what daddy's saying is it's not that people are against different identities. It's just that sometimes people need to learn mm-hmm. and that's where having a conversation is helpful. That's where, you know, laying, laying down the law letting people know what you're about and who you are and not letting their opinions of you really get to, you because you're clearly out there and visible for somebody. You might be that person that helps another person feel valid in their own identity down the line.
0: And you have to realize that even the older generation that looks like it's taking too long to conform to these things they grew up in an era where they were literally beaten up bullied and killed Mm -hmm. for not being masculine enough for being perceived as being effeminate in any way shape or form and so the hyper masculine tom of finland idea was permeated permeated the the gay sensibility um 30 40 50 years ago um and that's hard for them to break break from right now <laughs> even though yeah. they were only pretending to be hyper masculine just it was just a um coping a f- mechanism for them yeah. yeah
1: and so like as we as we get to know the tail end of this episode uh i turned into a Minnesotan for a second i think that a lot of these insecurities worries or or just you know feelings of not being enough in whatever realm whether it's clean enough in the butt whether it's fit enough whether it's a man or woman and like a lot of this comes from projections from society and other people and maybe our own phobias that we grow up with because you know stigma works its way into our lives in this insidious way these conversations though i think are are helpful because we get to talk through some of the stigmas in a way that's that might shed light on how another person's feeling because i don't think people i well no i know people don't, are not instinctively hateful we learn that like that's a thing that humans learn. And I think sometimes we just need to be a little bit more calm with each other, a little bit more respectful. And of course, allow people the space to, to ask questions, because I think sometimes at least speaking to your your analogy of like the older generation, they, they didn't they weren't allowed that space. And no. so they, they can be a little knee jerky. But I've met many a person who's who's been brought to the side of, of reason after a conversation that might have started as heated but allowed space to ask questions and then allowed respectful responses that weren't attacky, you know? yeah. That's why I never start out like a response tweet to someone who I feel like might be ignorant, like with hate, because that just makes it worse. That makes it so a person doesn't learn. It makes it so a person doesn't feel comfortable to have this conversation to begin with. And it makes it so they might now project more stigma at other people, you know? And like, as we see, and there was, again, there was lots of talk in this about like, the pox of it all. We'd call it the pox.
0: I don't say that. We're going to get banned. We're Okay. Well,
1: anyway, there was a lot of people concerned about that being like this next big, quote unquote, gay disease mm-hmm. because of all the stuff coming from the CDC. Well, and, we've seen it with AIDS. So, correct. Yeah. And then a lot of our allies are like, well, no, I'm just, I'm sharing this information so that the, the, the queer people that need it get their vaccines not realizing that the the verbiage and the way in which they're sharing some of the sources come across as very homophobic.
0: Yeah. But
1: then coming back and being like, I'm just trying to be a good ally. I feel like you guys are hating on me because I'm saying that gays need this and blah. And it's like, no, we're using our history and our anecdotal evidence to see that like people labeling this as a gay disease is like a bad thing. And it then stigmatizes us even further. I had a friend that had caught the the pox of it all. I haven't seen them in actual months, but I saw him on social media posting about it. And all the quote tweets were disgusting. I saw that, disgusting. Yeah. So of course there's a stigma there, but we have to combat that through education, a little bit of patience if you got it with the people that need educating, and or just a block button. Feeding that fuel also doesn't make it. Yeah,
0: any no, better. it doesn't really help.
1: But that the comments were just so hurtful. I felt so bad for our friend because like. They they didn't do anything wrong. They were just being themselves. They're tested. They're getting, you know, they got their prep. They're doing everything right to keep, keep themselves safe. And sometimes you still get sick, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's finish it off with one last one that says that you feel or you're worried about your bottom being comfortable enough to use a safe word. That feels very appropriate for the end of a What's Your Safe Word podcast. <laughs> How do you make a bottom comfortable to use a safe word? hit them really hard no stop it (laughs) you really hard don't listen to him he's 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 something today um i mean just
0: if if, i guarantee you they'll want to use the safe word after that stop that is you can't say that because people will use that no don't ever listen to anything i say
1: well no you can't say that either because you do say some things that are nice
0: sometimes so listen to the good things that i say but not the problematic for whatever anyway
1: He's real scrappy today. Scrappy dappy doo. <laughs> and if you'd like to see more Scooby-Doo, maybe Scooby Snacks. Daddy, Um. oh wait, we didn't ask the question. How do you help people make sure that they're comfortable, read their body language, check in with them, make sure you know, ask them. Ooh, My favorite is asking someone what their body language is like when they are in pleasure and when they're uncomfortable.
0: Or if they won't use a safe word or comfortable with it, don't play with them. That's, that's, not that's not fair. That's not fair. Why is I it mean, not fair? That solves a problem,
1: but that's that's been. Come on, you got to give someone a chance.
0: That's all I'm saying. Uh, so make sure you just communicate. Communication is so key in all of this. I mean, I don't think that that's a real thing. I mean, who who wouldn't? Um. Okay,
1: Mister. That Va- invalidating experience. I didn't feel comfortable using safe words when I first start getting into the kink. I felt like I wouldn't be. Good enough. I felt like I wouldn't, I would be letting down the top or the dom. I felt like I would be oh, like, Oh, I get it now. Too, you, you know, I thought you said they didn't
0: want a safe word.
1: No, that wouldn't use. Do you listen to me when I say things? Barely. Okay. See, and that's what the sandwich <laughs> compliment was all about. Like, <laughs>
0: Thank who you. Use Thank a safe you. Word your sandwich is anything. ready
1: to go. Get your sub sandwich.
0: No, but so you understand what I'm saying. Okay. Now I do. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're afraid to use their safe word, is what you're saying.
1: What I said was, <laughs> I worry that my sub will not be comfortable enough to use
0: a safe word. I know, but couldn't you just say they're afraid to use their safe word? No. Why? This is the top the same talking thing. about
1: not? This is no, it's not. The <laughs> bottom. If if someone said I'm a bottom who is afraid to use a safe word, that's one thing. This top is saying I'm afraid that my bottoms won't feel comfortable with me to use a safe word. Oh,
0: he, they're taking Two it to very a whole other things. level. Two very different.
1: But okay. So now that we've listened, what do you
0: think? Um.
1: <laughs> Turned turn the end card into a, a whole explanation. You, it just starts with com- being comfortable. Be open. Be honest. Make make the scene. Make the mood. You know, light and let the person know that you know they, they if they're not feeling a certain way that they can do that and we can change gears. Make them feel comfortable in your hands, or also give them a nonverbal safe word. Because then it's not it's not something they have to say. Maybe some people get in their own head or too, too, too in the scene that they can't say words. Maybe something like that might help them. Agreed. Great. <laughs> Daddy. where can people find you? This
0: conversation's over. <laughs> where can people find you if they want to order a six-inch sub? Uh, you can find me, if you want to see the naughty stuff, on mrchristopher.com, and that's Christopher with a K, or on Instagram at mrchristopherweston.
1: And you can find me everywhere at pupamp or pupamp.com for the fun bits. And uh, this has been What's Your Safe Word, where I worry about everything that comes out of daddy's (laughs) mouth. And we will see you guys, gals, and non-binary pals next time. Goodbye. Why do you worry about what I'm going to say? You just contradicted yourself at least four times in that podcast. <laughs> but that's why I'm a daddy. You also told people not to listen to what you were saying, except for the good parts or the right parts. I forget exactly. I, I, I did listen to you, but like at this point, you've said everything to See, contradict your you, own
0: self. You don't listen to me either.
1: No, you make it very hard to keep your facts straight. I hear everything you say. Sorry, what did you say? Uh, I'm done. <laughs>